10.02 Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the 10 o'clock hour of the fastest two hours in radio is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Visit mancavestore.com. Coming up in two minutes, are there certain questions that are off limits today? I'm going to ask our team, or not off limits, but in poor form for the Raheem Morris press conference. We'll get into that coming up. Also, why our new offensive coordinator happens to be somebody, no shock, that Drew Butler is quite familiar with. Our sales manager, David Ashburn, was like, dude, I don't think he knew how sick a golfer you are. You said you're a point four or something? <clears throat> point three, yes. Oh, sorry, dude. Point three. Hey, I just I don't want it to be confused at all. So, if somebody hears point four and I come up as a point three, <laughs> they call me a liar. Does I'm that, transparent about that. Does that mean stuff. you're a scratch golfer, Close right? Close to it. Okay. So um, I got another one of my boys' trips coming up, all right? I'm tired of being terrible at golf. It bums me out. It's not cool. It's not good for business. I get invited to a lot of uh, charity pro-ams and things like that, right? And I feel bad for folks. I'm like, dude, they don't want to be with me, right? I mean, I'll be, I'll be good for, you know, I'll give a few giggles or something. I'll make sure that everybody's having fun and I'll play fast. What's the best way in 45 days to get better at golf, like respectable, right? Do I just have – do you have a do you have a great pro that you just have to see two, three times a week? What do I do? I, For you? Yeah, what do I do? I got 45 days that I just I, – I'm tired of being bad at golf. What's – what's – was this year, what do I have to do this year? Just find a great a great pro to, to coach me, teach me? If somebody, will, if somebody will <laughs> take on that challenge, yeah, why not? But, I mean, I've I mean, I seen play you every, swing before, yeah. I can play every other sport. Like, I'm a good basketball player. Play a lot of tennis. Play a lot of pickle. Um, play softball. I mean, yeah. I play every sport. I'm not great. Just go to Top Golf. I mean, go. Just go, to, go get some reps in. I, I mean, if you're top. trying to shoot a good score, go chip and I don't, putt. If you're trying to just move the ball around, go get some reps in. Go I to can't, the range. I can't get go out of Top Golf. I can't get out of the sand. I can't hit clean behind well, don't, the ball. Then don't go in the sand. <sighs> I mean, come on now. I was told what's that bougie, uh, and I don't belong, so don't. Sandra's going to say you're doing your bougie thing, and I'm not. Buckhead in, in town, town golf club is a phenomenal spot. Right, you've That's, been there. I have been there. So I heard there's somebody there, great pro, that absolutely, I, and it's near my house. Absolutely. So if he'd see me eight times before I go away, is that enough to improve my game? Certainly enough to improve your game. And right. I know that pro is very accomplished. And probably the biggest benefit of in town golf club is you and him both. Once you reach peak frustration, could just walk right over to the bar. <laughs> If you hadn't heard of this place, it's In-town just, Golf Club's phenomenal. It's just a sick spot with the state of the art bays, right? Bays, yeah. yeah. Every great cool. food and beverage. Right. They're they're packed. You can't get a member, but I heard that there's a guy there that would possibly give lessons. So that I'm, that that might be uh content for some social media. Yeah, if nothing else, he'll he'll have to coach me for an hour and he'll have lots of vodka. <laughs> and Carvassier and whatever right there because it's going to wear them out. For sure. It's going to be a level of frustration. All right. So I'm just going to just follow me along this journey, right? Journey! Follow me along, right? Because like I, I just, it's, 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 it sucks to be the worst in your crew at something. And I, I just don't want that to be anymore. Now, if we're eating cheeseburgers, right? Yeah, you, had, you could certainly, uh, you know, an, manufacture a really fun round of I golf. had another cheeseburger this weekend and somebody said, Drew Butler told you stop playing with your food. 
And he said, you did it again. <laughs> like somebody uh, put that out there. I went to the General Muir, got this burger that's blowing up again on social media. If you want to see it, it's a very renowned burger, one best burger like four Five years ago. I had not seen this one yet. So you take your fingers and put them inside no, the cheeseburger before it. you bite it? Just watch it in the break. Okay. All right? I will. Okay. Uh, Steak and Drew on the Steakhouse. Raheem Morris, here's the question that everybody is kind of wondering. How long ago did we hire this guy? Because everybody in football seems like they had their press conference, against the exception of Dan Quinn, and we're still waiting to do ours today, right? I assume the senior bowl had something to do with it. Hiring coaches. We were in no hurry. Arthur and Rich spoke so long at that last one that maybe everybody needed you know, a break. Um, but today is uh, Raheem Morris, and I would imagine Terry Fontenot, and I would imagine Arthur Blank. So let me ask you, uh, what is a – and I ask Day-Day and Bo and anybody else or Garrett if they have a thought on what they want to hear, and then I want to ask you about questions maybe I should or should not get into. But what do you want to hear from Raheem Morris separate of just – his vision or excitement. I, I, is, it, is it bad to say I just want to hear clear communication? I, I want to hear him put his mantra for this football team out into the public. And when I say clear communication, I want Raheem to essentially run the press conference, which, which I believe he will do, but say here's the brand of football we're going to play. Here's the type of energy excitement we're going to bring, um, and, and let us go to work. I think that's – Step number one. Step number two, I think he's going to have to address what the plan is at the quarterback All right, position. So, so, yeah, which is nothing's going to come of that question I know. either. But it's and a they're going to say, you know, what are you so, going to do, so, draft a quarterback or take a vet? Day-Day, what are you looking to hear? Is there anything in particular of, of merit, of substance that you're looking to hear? Um, I, I'm kind of piggybacking with Drew. Just what's, you know, what's the, what's the plan, you know? It, it, the, obviously, pl- the city is excited about him being uh, at the helm. So what, you know— How's he going to feed off of that? Right. To, I know, wouldn't say the city is excited. Well, there's a good Half amount of, of yeah, 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 I'm yeah. excited. You're yeah. excited. Yeah. Um, he, here's the thing. He's going to say we're going to play good heart. We're going to play tough of football. Course. We're going to play tough football. I'm not looking. I'm not gonna, looking right. for some groundbreaking okay, intel. But let me let me ask you this because this is what I'm struggling with. Okay. I don't think Rich McKay will be on the dais. I don't know. Right. Um, will Terry Fontenot? Yes, they're not going to make the mistake again. I right? would have so, to so, agree with that because that would be a huge mistake. No, Terry's in charge. Terry and Raheem are in charge. Terry's going to be there. Arthur's going to be there. And Raheem. Awesome. Um, is it in poor form for somebody to ask Arthur, could you go into a little more depth about what happened with Bill Belichick and how that played out? Because Yes, with you, Raheem thinking, in the room. But it's yes. the only time you're getting Arthur blank. And everybody but who wants, cares? Everybody cares what happened with Bill. I mean, not everybody. I mean, and I don't. That that ship has sailed. Okay, it's the first time Arthur's talked to you. Arthur, can you talk a little bit about how much time you spent with Bill Belichick? And and somebody's going to say some folks are saying he was your first choice, right? And Raheem's going to be sitting there. I'm not asking that question. I think it's disrespectful to Raheem. Somebody's going to ask it. Yeah, I think the way you. You got to leave Belichick's name out of it. I think the way you got to get to that question is, what was it, Arthur, about Raheem? Oh, that's that so easy, though. I don't, it I don't is, that's but so easy. But to your point, yeah. you got to respect Raheem. I, I almost. Why did you interview fourteen guys? Right. You know, good question. Sometimes a very concise question. Why did you interview fourteen guys? Um, and then it, it is, what about the question, Drew, about Rich McKay? They have this press release that comes out. You know. 
And I will ask this. Arthur, uh, Arthur Smith and Terry reported to Rich McKay. Why are Raheem Morris and Terry not reporting to Rich McKay? Why did you change? Fair question. That's a fair question. Right. And and it's a little bit more of, I think, what folks need. You know, you got to answer that, Arthur, right? Now, if Arthur Blank was sitting across from me and, and Raheem wasn't there, I would say tell us about the process with Bill Belichick. Everybody knows you were very high on him. It sounds like it was a two-horse race. How did you eventually land? How did you land on that decision? Is it I'm not is it disrespectful to ask that question? It sounds like it was a two-horse race between Coach Belichick and Raheem Morris. Why did you decide on Raheem? I, I do think that's a fair question, but I also think the answer is almost assumed that it right, comes Raheem. down to age and it comes down to he, energy and excitement. Belichick's 72 years old. They signed Raheem to a five-year deal. You're telling me that Bill Belichick could truthfully answer to the Falcons' ownership, I can give you five years. He'd be 77. I mean, dude. that is what he No was... disrespect to our 77-year-old listeners. <laughs> or leaders, because one of or them— Or leaders. Yeah, who's going to be running the country? One of them will be—they'll both be north of that at some point, right? Uh, depending who wins. Lord save us. <laughs> yes. But, but, but that was part of it, no question, Drew. And I can make an argument. You still should have hired Bill Belichick and taken a run at it. Go get a quarterback and see what he can do with it. Because that's how much that guy knows about football. I think it would have been insufferable. And if you're not winning, it would have been double insufferable. Fans would have been fine if you're winning. I think age a factor. I think Raheem Morris. Listen, another guy just came out. Was it Jeff Albrecht? Yeah. Who is? Jets defensive coordinator. Said Raheem's the best coach in the NFL. I mean, like, they're fawning over him. You don't hear this with any of the other hires in this hiring cycle. Arthur Smith was hired here four years ago. I've never heard anything about him even close to Raheem Morris. I heard he's a good play caller, that he worked his way up. I mean, Jeff Albrecht said he's the best coach in the National Football League. Uh, Les Snead, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Tomlin, everybody's like, dude, this is one of the great communicators. You know what you had when you had Matt Ryan? You had the best guy on the team in terms of you don't have to worry about him. Family guy, married to Sarah, right? Um, great family, unbelievable in front of the media. Didn't have a misstep in 14 years. Entrenched himself in the community as well. Won a ton of football Everything. games. Matty Ice. I mean, that's late in the game. You wanted him to Dude, have the ball. I said to before, Arthur Blank, it was a gift from heavens like no owner's ever gotten to come off of Mike Vick and get Matt Ryan, who checked every single box and won. If Raheem Morris is winning, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact. He is. Unbelievable communicator, great guy, African-American coach in the most African-American city, guy that wants to uh, rebuild a a beat-up brand. And if he's winning on top of it and he's as talented, then it's going to be the all-time hire, right? Yes, and his most important decision is going to be which direction this team goes at the quarterback position. I've got one name that I want to bring up to you, and then after the break, we'll discuss it briefly. You got a name you're going to toss out there, huh? What are your thoughts on Michael Penix Jr., left-handed quarterback from Washington? We'll speak to group when we come back. Yes, we will. All right. Also, things I learned. It was uh, the best of times and worst of times for one of Atlanta's biggest musical stars. Wait till you hear this story about the Grammys. It's all up on uh, Fast of Two Hours, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now more of the Steakhouse. Make some damn noise. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
Sports Radio 929 The Game. Stake Shapiro and Drew Butler. Thanks so much for being with us. 10 o'clock hours brought to you by Man Cave Store. Uh, go to uh, mancavestore.com. A lot of Man Cave action going on with the Super Bowl uh, coming up. We'll talk about it all week long, and we're going to talk about Michael Penix in a second. Here, 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 here's the problem, right? Like, I've, I, not only do I have action on San Francisco, not a lot to win at all like eight weeks ago, but I just I look at the roster, and I look at Kyle Shanahan still having not won a Super Bowl, and I think about Christian McCaffrey having not won a Super Bowl, and I know there are great players who never won, right? And I look at Debo, and I look at just the way that roster and, and Nick Bosa, Nick and Bosa, I go like those, Fred like Warner. like those are a group of players that will have a Super Bowl ring. Like Christian McCaffrey is going right to the Hall of Fame. He's the best player in the league, you could argue right now. Certainly, him and you know Lamar, although Lamar certainly didn't afford himself well last uh, two weeks ago. And and like that group's going to win a Super Bowl, and their roster's better than Kansas City, and they've been the best team all year. Now their quarterback's nowhere as good as Pat Mahomes. But then you start giving me, like, logic about Kansas City, and I, I feel like it could be a really— San Francisco's ugly. the sharp play as we sit here at 1030 on a Monday morning. The sharps like San Fran? Yes. Why? Because the public's on KC? Yes. So so a lot of the volume is currently on the Kansas City Chiefs. The line has not moved. Right. The line has moved over the weekend to San Francisco minus 2.5, and, and it was brought back. We had Brandon Lang on from Vegas. He said, you're, you're really going to debate this? Pat Mahomes as an underdog. Keep Pat, it simple, stupid. Uh, Pat Mahomes as an underdog. Andy Reid off a bye. Twelve and one as an underdog in his career. Twelve and one. He's fourteen and three in the playoffs with two overtime losses. So he's got beaten regulation once in seventeen playoff games. Right? Yeah, crazy in so, the Super Bowl to Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, I just we're, we're going to a big Super Bowl party at my buddy's. I'm going to make the family just like I did with Michigan. I'm like, I like him to root with me. I go, if Michigan wins this against Alabama, everybody hears I'm going to start handing out cash. Next thing you know, my sister-in-law, my wife, my 16-year-old. I mean, definitely teaching my daughter about gambling and my 12-year-old, not a good thing. Like, my mom's listening right now. It's becoming more prevalent. But I knew I had a sickness at 12 or 14. Like, they don't have that gene. Yeah. I, you know. You look, you look at, at 14, everything through that lens, obviously. Yeah, I want to say, what have, what have I polluted them with? Right, so I, I don't think they have that gene. So baby Sophie, you know, it, it, she's at nineteen. Like it, like all her buddies, it's really bad, dude. The amount of high school kids that are sports gambling, it is out of control. Did every, I tell you when I was at the Georgia game, Ole Miss, the, the the frat bros behind me, every play I was on the under, they were on the over. So I, I turn around and I ask them, I go, "What service are you guys using?" They go, "What are you, the cops?" This is what these guys said to me. I started laughing. I go, "That's actually <laughs> pretty funny." Yeah, I go, "That's actually pretty funny." And we just started talking about the so, game. So how are they betting? You know, through their bookie or whatever they had. Dude, they go, "What are you, the cops?" I go, "I'm no, telling you dude, that my daughter, in, my daughter in high school. Okay, this isn't just a Georgia. They're all they're all gambling. They're all the boys. The girls aren't all yeah, the look boys. Look at that, they're 18. I know, dude. It's whatever. Um, I think I'm on the Niners. Just I'm just gonna say it. All right. I'm just gonna I'm taking I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell everybody at that party if there's any unless you grew up in Kansas City or you have action on the Chiefs, don't. Well, I know the Taylor thing though. That is real. People people are gonna be rooting because of that. Yeah. But I mean, absolutely. 
It's 100% true. And now that she just won Album of the Year last night yeah. for the fourth time, Grammy's history. Okay. I see if you. you can parlay that with some Travis Kelsey magic on Sunday. You ready to do some? Uh... We got to get to the Michael Penix. Oh, Mike, first. sorry. Let's do that. Sorry. Go ahead. So the talking point around the Falcons draft pick at eight right now is preluded by the fact that a lot of mock drafts have the first three picks going quarterback. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels in any order. If the Falcons were to take a quarterback with that first pick, Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, that kind of second tier of quarterback prospect. Michael Penix Jr., he had a great year, 36 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, finished runner-up in the Heisman race. I I want no part of him. I want absolutely no part of him with the Atlanta Falcons. Can I give you one reason why? Yeah, go ahead. He's left-handed. That's it. How many left-handed quarterbacks are in the NFL right now? It's one. Two. Let's talk about low. One. Two. Right. When's the last time a left-handed quarterback won a playoff game? Um, I don't. I can't even remember. Tim Tebow, 2012, against the Patriots with Josh McDaniels. Well, it was Denver Broncos against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, the Steelers. No, no, no. Sorry. Right. They lost the Patriots the next week. That's when he throws the overtime 75-yard touchdown. Let's just go a little list of left-handed quarterbacks in the NFL lately. Tua. No playoff wins yet. Crumbles under pressure. Okay, but... It, it, Kellen Moore, he's an offensive coordinator now. Tim Tebow, we just talked about so him. It's not Pat a- White, Matt Leiner, Chris Sims, Tyler Palco, Jared Lorenzen. you got to go all the way back to Michael Vick. Okay, it's not about his injury prone? No. It's not about... No. It, it just doesn't work? It is a statistical work? subset that left-handed quarterbacks in the NFL... Do not panic. Is that like a third baseman in baseball that's left-handed? It's just just not going to happen. It's not going to be successful, right? It's not going to be successful. Or in the infield at all. Like, you cannot make the argument to me that the Falcons should take Michael Penix Not Jr. an eight. No. Should they trade Justin Fields the eight pick away? No. And lose a one? You they can't. can get Fields for a second rounder, I think. They're not getting Justin Fields for a second Well, then rounder. don't get him. Well, then what are you going to do a quarterback? You have to go get somebody okay. with experience. You'll I have, like no, Baker you'll have no cap money I left. I don't want to hear the you'll cap. You'll have no money left. I don't want to hear the cap discussion, the cap talking point anymore. You had a plenty of cap space last year. You're going to spend Ritter. $35 million it's dollars it's on rate. Kirk Cousins? Absolutely, You're a 7-10 yes. and 10 team three years in a row, and what are you going to be, in the NFC title game with Kirk Cousins at, at, at $70 million here's what for I'll tell two you, years? Here's what I'll tell you right now for a 100% fact. Raheem Morris, Zach Robinson, the offensive coordinator, Ken Zampezi, the senior offensive assistant now. They need somebody who has experience in the National Football League. They need somebody who knows what to do on the road, on third down, in the fourth quarter. They need somebody who can look in the huddle and say, guys, this is what we're going to go do. At $70 million? That's the going rate. This is the NFL. You're not taking Bo Nix or Michael Penix. I, I really eight. hope not. Go Bo get Nicks. Dallas Turner. By the way. We... I want Dallas Turner, the guy who said joyless murder ball, is my goal <laughs> for the 2023 college football season. I want somebody who's so mean. And angry yeah. that the media is scared to talk to Those him. first eight picks are fascinating. Dallas Turner is what most folks think the Falcons land on. Absolutely good. Is Brock Bowers go ahead of him? Is he going I've to seen Je- him going to the five. Jets? I've seen him going five are to the, the Chargers. The Chargers at five. Yeah. Damn, dude. Justin Herbert with Brock Bowers and the rest of that group. Imagine Jim Harbaugh getting to coach Brock Bowers. 
I think Brock Bowers is such a friggin' automatic dude. He's go a, get an experienced quarterback, and then please get a pass I, rusher I, at eight. Please he, get a pass rusher. He's going to be as good as George Kittle's. Could he be a Travis Kelsey light Brock Bowers? Right. I mean, you talk about a guy that day one is just going to be putting up numbers like crazy. All right, let's do our uh, belly up. Let's do it. Good stuff. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. It's Monday, and it's time for Things I've Learned. A look back at the weekend on The Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I don't like to have to do this, but it is a part of he. It's a part of who we are, and if you ignore the past, you're destined to repeat it. Falcons overload the right side of the Patriots' offensive line. Pass is picked. Intercepted Robert Alford. He's gone. There are no flags. And the Falcons add to their lead. Alford with a pick six. Now that's the only cutoff play. Oh, seven the, years ago. From the worst day in Atlanta sports history. Seven years ago. And, of course, at that point you go, we just picked Tom Brady. And now we're up by 18 at the half. And then you're, I'm sure the second half line was New England probably giving Ten points, and and next thing you know, you're like, hold on, this could be a real blowout. We go up twenty-eight to three. I think it's the Austin Hooper touchdown. Uh, who scores? Tevin Coleman scores. All right, so now it's twenty-eight three. Uh, Austin Hooper already scored. So we all know what happened, um, and and maybe that had a lot to do with why Bill Belichick was so vehemently not wanted here because he represents part of. I that. think that's fair to say for sure. So. Um, I, I will maybe offline or at some point in the press conference. Raheem Morris was there, right, as the wide receiver coach. You want to know what Matt Ryan thinks of Raheem Morris? Great job. I think was it Kent Segura who got that interview with Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan said things about Raheem Morris that lets you know he is a badass. He is. There's nothing about him that is, like, so chummy with the players, even though they love him. He said, I love watching Raheem get on receivers get on guys in general. I've been in meeting rooms with him, and he's like, Raheem Morris was special. Matt Ryan said that, and he was a part of that staff. That may come up today in terms of can he envision being a part of a championship in Atlanta? Yeah, Matt Ryan adding to the endless bouquets being thrown at Raheem Morris from all walks across the NFL. Highly complimentary of him being the Falcons' choice as his new head coach. Hey, we didn't mention it last week. We should... uh, Accolades coming in like crazy for Carl Weathers. I would argue, and this could be a um, be a three strikes question, the greatest casting of anybody in movie history. Carl Weathers is Apollo Creed, like no character act. There is no separating him, except I guess if you're thinking about Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. Right. Um, here's a moment. Damn, Rod, come on! What's the matter with you? Tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Uh, It was an iconic character in movie history. Carl Weathers passes. He had plenty of other roles, plenty of other stuff. But the Rocky series, obviously, at the top of that, right? Yeah, absolutely top of it. Adam Sandler, a great tribute to Carl Weathers over the weekend on Twitter, calling him a true great man, great dad, great actor, great athlete, so much fun to be around. Speaking of Stallone, Tulsa King, very, very entertaining guy show. 
Sylvester Stallone, mob guy, gets out of the uh, prison after 20 years. They send him to Tulsa where he wreaks havoc on that town, building a crime uh, syndicate. Well, Stallone was done with uh, Oklahoma. They will film the second season of Tulsa King in Norcross, Georgia. Just announced he's coming to Atlanta to film season two. Yeah, Eagle Rock Studios right there in Norcross. And if you read the articles in the AJC, for all the reasons why they're leaving Oklahoma, Georgia gets another great television show to be filmed started, in the state. Started watching that on one of my Delta flights. Very entertaining. Interesting. It's what guys like. Just Stallone kicking the crap out of people. Yeah, and, I gotta watch that. And, and he's got the big accent and everything else. Finally, congratulations to Killer Mike, um, who has a huge night. Uh, <laughs> I guess... In more ways than yeah, one. Yeah, he wins three Grammys. Best rap album Best rap song, I believe, and then gets arrested right before the start of the Detained. prime time. Detained. I'm sorry. I don't think they took him to jail. I don't no, think so. He, they, they never left the arena. Um, and it sounds like it was. Um, they handcuffed him, though. They handcuffed him. They took him into a room and they sorted things out. It sounds like, from what I was starting to read this morning, because more things were coming out, security guard and he might have gotten to a little shove match, and security guard probably was like, I'll show you. Well, Jay Z accepts a. Lifetime Achievement type award, and he wasn't happy that rap, best rap album and some of the rap awards are not part of the primetime broadcast. He's also not happy that Beyonce's number one album of the year, and she's won more Grammys than anyone. So he was throwing some shade at the Grammys. Killer Mike, not on the primetime broadcast. Huge moment for the ATL. Of course he referenced Lena. We're going to play that cut when we come back later. So entertaining. Him at the Grammys winning. Congratulations to him as well. That's uh, things I learned over the weekend. I forgot what's not. It's not belly up on Monday because I learned these things. All right? You did. You did what? I learned Thank you. these things. When we come back, you'll hear Killer Mike's uh, quick speech. Also, there's a massive basketball game tonight with, like, guys who are going to be in the uh, Hall of Fame. That's the other side. And then we got a guy that feels scorned, rightfully so, in Trey Young. We'll get into that as well. Lots more on the way. Three Strikes Sports Radio 929 the game. We're gonna hear from the lefties. Oh, I got them. They're coming in hot. I, I got guys who played very, very long time in the NFL who caught a lot of passes from left-handers saying I'm crazy. AD on Twitter says, I've been denounced. P.S. Steve Young. Yeah, dude, Steve Young played 30 years ago. Dude, I I'd love for Michael Penix Jr. to be Steve Young. I, I don't like your lefty take. I do like your Kirk Cousins take. We'll get to that in a second. Let's talk about our big game of the night. Dude, this is a monster game as the Hawks try to make it five in a row. They're playing a team that is as good as anybody to win an N- NBA title. Paul George, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and, oh, yeah, Kawhi Leonard all in town tonight. Yeah. The Clippers are rolling through this road trip. It's at uh, State Farm tonight. What do you think the point spread is on this game tonight? Oh, four and a half? Uh, who's favored? Clippers. Yeah, three. Clippers yeah. by three. Clippers by three tonight. Here, here's the thing, and I'll ask it in, in three strikes. We're getting, we got to get to three strikes. we got to get to playing Killer Mike. Um, so let me give you our three strikes questions and fill the, fill the phone lines. If you have any respect for me, and if you don't respect me, then I know you don't respect Drew after what he said about lefties, (laughs) but 
404-726-0929. An example of perfect casting. Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. An example of perfect casting. The best round of golf you've ever played, where was it? Where was the best round of golf you ever played and what was the score? If you haven't heard, I'd be, I'm, I'm moving into being an incredible golfer. Uh, Drew is coaching me through this. It's very exciting. And finally, Kirk Cousins, two for $60 million. Two years, $60 million, yay or nay? Absolutely, yes. Here's why I tend to agree with him. It's time to have an adult in the room with this offense. You need an adult in the room that understands what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. I don't know that Justin Fields is that guy. You're going to have to mortgage way too much to jump up in the draft for those three guys. You got a guy at eight that you want to take already, right? Dallas Turner. Yeah, for sure. He's there. Um, or Jared Verse, just a pass rusher. And I also like what you said. Like, you can't worry about free agency and defense. Like, you you won. You got Jesse Bates. You got David uh, Yamada. Um, maybe Calais comes back on a deal. Looks like uh, Zach Harrison from Iowa State can play. You're going to get the eighth pick. You get another high pick. Like, go get an adult to play quarterback. And then look around under center and be like, well, there's Kyle Pitts and there's Drake London and here's Tyler and Bijan behind me. Oh, and I've played against the defensive coordinator. I know his tendencies in the late third quarter. I'm actually competent in situational football. Right. I've won playoff games. I helped the coaching staff put the game plan together. I can command the huddle when hitting the fan. Yeah. Like, so, like that's what you need. You, 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 listen, Arthur Blank can't look under out there again and see Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota and uh, Taylor Heineke. And Taylor Heine- like, like, that can't happen. Like, I need an adult in the room. Kirk Cousins is that adult. It, it, again, whether you're thinking about trading up or whether you draft a quarterback at eight and then the, the rookie is your starter heading into the beginning of the season with Raheem Morris, with Zach Th- Robinson, think about- they are going to be coaching him rather than having an adult in the room right, right. who says, hey, like let my- me help you guys a little bit. Right. Here is what I think is happening. Here is what I believe we should just, just do. think about what this radio station for two years spent the offseason talking about. The reclamation project of of uh, Marcus Mariota and the emergence of Desmond Ritter, two guys who collectively have done zero in an NFL career. If you put all their moments together, both had done zero. That's what we were counting on. You can't play that game anymore, and you can't give up draft equity when you're picking eighth. You got lucky enough to lose those games late, and you won the 7-10, and 10, whatever that was, the lottery, so you're picking higher than everybody else at 7-10. and 10. That's what's, uh, that's what's going on. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Can we, can we play Killer Mike right here real quick? I apologize. Listen, and we got full lines, and then we got three minutes to do this. Here's him accepting the speech. Uh, listen to this, dude. Uh, congrats. Three Grammys. Best rap album. And the Grammy goes to Killer Mike. Michael. You cannot tell me that you get too old. You can't tell me it's too late. You can't tell me dreams come true. It is a sweep. It is a sweep. It is a sweep. I love that. Love it, it is a sweep. It is a sweep. 
three Grammys. All right. Here we go, John and Noon, an example of perfect casting. Robin Williams and Dead Poets Society. The deep be- cut, nice. Best round of golf you ever played, score and where? I actually shot an 84 at uh, the National, uh, I'm sorry, Smoky Mountain uh, National uh, Golf Course in Whittier, North Carolina. It's an awesome course. Kirk Cousins, two years, 60 million, yay or nay? No brainer. You got to have the adult in the room. Doug in Jefferson. Doug, an example of perfect casting. Julia Roberts, pretty woman. Nice. Where was the best round of golf you ever played? Uh, April 15th, 1997. Don't know the score, but I got my only hole in one. Good stuff. Kirk Cousins, two years, 60 million. Yay or nay? Bring him on. Breakfast Barry, what's an example of perfect casting? First of all, I agree. Putting and chipping will help your score. Perfect casting. Isla Fisher in Wedding Crashers. She oh, was nice. psycho. Love that. <laughs> the, where was the best round of golf you ever played? I shot a 78 at the King and Prince in uh, St. Simons. Nice. Kirk Cousins, two years, 60 million. Yay or nay? Absolutely. We got to get, I agree. We need a quarterback that knows what they're doing to come in here. The offense was not that far away. We were close on every game. With a disaster. Said, Oops, with a disaster. The yeah, with a, the ball. With a disaster of quarterback. I'm getting so much heat from my lefty take. My wife just texted me. Two of your daughters are left-handed. So is your brother-in-law and father-in-law. To that I say, none of them are NFL quarterbacks. None of them are uh, candidates to be under center, right? <laughs> no, respectfully. But you just, I mean, almost arbitrarily, a lefty's driving down the highway wondering, why did I just get shot, right? Well. Why is why am I taking randoms from this guy, Drew Butler? Tough stuff. Uh, by the way, do you think I should have said two years at 70 makes it too easy? No difference, right? Well, the the price 60. might go down a little bit because right. he's coming off the Achilles. Yeah. So I think- I, I, at two years, $60 million, I mean, there should be a red carpet parade down Peachtree Street to get Kirk Cousins <laughs> to be the Falcons We need to greet him at the airport. Uh, Andy and Randy coming up. We'll be here for it. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.